Good Monday morning, this is Matt Hodell with the Bastards of Art Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri. My name is Matt. I'm an artist. I do art things. That's what I do for a living. I make art pictures. And not only do I do it for a living, but I do it for fun. And I do it for therapy, and I do it for enjoyment, and I do it to make friends, and, you know, it's it's basically my way to communicate with people. Um... And, you know, I was I was that kid in high school that, you know, drew a cool skull or, or a cool, you know, band logo and kind of left it out, discoverable, so someone else could see it and be like, oh, my God, who drew this? And I could be like, oh, man, I drew that. You know, that's nothing. Just do a sketch. But, yeah, I did that, man. I did all that stuff. I didn't, you know, socially awkward, that's me. I think, I think there's people that can relate to this. I think the hard part is being an artist is... You are socially awkward because the nature of being an artist is seeing the world differently. And that coming to age moment when you're in your teens and you're and you're noticing things that you think everyone else should be noticing, and then you accidentally say that out loud, and everyone looks at you like you're a freak, man. That's just what happens, you know? And so it's difficult in the beginning to not lead with the chin as an artist and uh, just find your groove and find your specialty and... Um, you know, what makes, what makes you, what, what voice makes you feel good? You know, I mean, we all know sometimes we pick up some art and it's just, you know, awkward duck type stuff and some things we pick up and it makes sense for me. I think the things that feel the best are pen and ink, um, old, 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 more like an old traditional style of illustration where, you know, a quick pencil sketch, not long, but then I attack it with some type of a maybe in like a number six or a number three brush and some nice Higgins black and just illustrate that way. That's my favorite way to do things. It's unfortunately cumbersome and can very quickly go south because you're working with ink. Um, and so it's hard to, it's hard to say I've got this logo to do. I think I'll do it all in ink. Um, cause if you need any changes, it's not very cool. And you know, it's obviously I can't work like that every day, but that's, that's my comfort zone. That's my voice. Um, I have a little desk set up with uh, uh, with that ready to go. I got a little bag that I keep those instruments for doing that type of medium ready to go. And that is definitely my comfort zone. Um, but when I am not doing something for a client and I'm not doing something, you know, to you know, I make my wife smile. I like to draw things like and try to earn her praise. I try to draw things that my wife will think are silly or cute or whatever. I do enjoy that. Um, I'm a victim of drawing things because I think, you know, I wonder, it's like a social experiment. If I put this on Instagram, are people going to like it or not like it? I mean, don't read too much into that stuff, but you know, you do that. Everyone does that. Everyone wonders like, man, if I draw, you know, the flavor of the month, you know, whether it, you know, whether it's like, a, you know, funny meme dinosaur guys or, you know, making fun of political things, will you get, you know, any traffic or whatever? I don't, I don't know, man. But today, my point, my topic, what I want to talk about really is um, five things you could be doing. And this isn't like five things you could be doing for success. I mean, this isn't going to make you more successful. This is just five things you can be doing. Um, so I think sometimes like we, we sometimes wait for instructions and that those instructions can come from these are the steps it takes to be successful or these are the steps it takes to 
you know, win people over on social media or these are the, you know, we, we look for these instructions. This is what the client wants. And I think a lot of people have this thing where like left up to their own devices, nothing to do, no one to draw for, they can freeze. They are so kind of like systematically programmed to be doing art for a purpose. I've got a, you know, I got a show coming up. I need to get this stuff done, you know, and, and that's great. Deadlines are great. Having responsibility is great. It's not a bad thing, but there's downtime. And being an artist, you know, if you've gotten into the groove of, you know, wanting to make art or wanting to do something art related, but uh, I th- I've made a list here anyway. I made a list, put all that aside. I made a list of things that I can do, that you can do. Th- these are things that I've done in your downtime in in the times where it's like i need something to do you know um one of the first things i would do in the beginning um uh, when you know when in the beginning i don't know when this started i finally gave myself permission to fail and one of the ways i did that was i would make these fake companies so this is the first thing just make a fake company you know don't wait for someone to give you permission don't wait to be like well i don't want to make a company because it, if it if it's not successful, then that'll be a representation of me, and I won't be successful, and everyone's gonna know I did it. Don't, don't even worry about any of that stuff. Make a fake company, right? Make a fake T-shirt company, a fake matchbook company, a fake design company, and just have fun. Take all the pressure off of it. You know, this is this is a good way to kind of practice. So when the big day comes and you actually do. Have a real company that you know you you and your friends are going to develop or you're going to work with. You've already kind of done some of these things and 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 uh, and, and ran this, um, you know this. I don't know. You you saw what it was like to go get something printed or or or, or what it was like to um, research how to get keychains made or whatever. Um, but so things you could do in making a fake company and start with like a motto, like start with the craziest company, like. I mean, be dumb with it. You could be like, a, it could be a, a, a fart company. It could be a, a new skateboard wheel company. It could be like reach back to when you were a kid and redo a toy company that you wished existed. Make a company that you wished was around. Um, you don't ever actually have to make the product, but you could design the t-shirts for it. You could make a Facebook page for it. You could make flyers for it. You could create a t-shirt for it. And it, it doesn't even have to exist. Say there was a toy that you thought was really awesome. They never made it. Wish they did. Make that toy. Design it. Make packaging for it. You know, and um, kind of just start exploring what it would be like to be the the CEO and the head designer and the you know publisher. All those things, and have some fun with it and see how goofy you can be with it. And and you can do all this without the constraints of a deadline and. Um, the pressure of sales and the pressure of a boss and the pressure of, you know, wondering if someone's going to like it because you don't care if anyone likes it because you're just being goofy. So that's one uh, thing you can do to just stay busy and give yourself something to work on. Um, The second one, this one can be fun because I think everyone has their go-tos. This is uh, something I do from time to time and it has a couple of benefits. This is Start a new social media platform. Um, now you're thinking to yourself, well, I did all that. I got Facebook. I got Instagram. Okay. You know, that's two. 
But there's actually some more out there. Some you haven't heard of, some you have heard of, but don't really think much about. Um, and the fun thing about starting a new social network platform is there are all these little sub-communities that don't really care about Instagram as much as just um, having fun. And it's really artists talking to artists. It's peer-to-peer. -peer. It's actual real communities. Some of these smaller social network platforms... Um, you know they're 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 rich in artist content and artists being social and and getting real feedback from from your peers as opposed to drawing something throwing on Instagram and you know the life of an Instagram post is about 2.4 seconds as it flies by someone's thumb and you're just hoping that your thumbnail picture gets a click you know these pages, people actually go to and look at the whole image sometimes, you know, and really, you know, you, you can look at other people's and get inspired, inspired. They can look at yours and get inspired. So here's some of them. Uh, Photoshop has one called Behance. If you're part of the Creative, creative Cloud Suite, um, you can, I don't even know if you have to be a member of that, but Behance is a kind of a fun one because it not only has is a clean way to put up your work i think they even offer a free online portfolio with a with a with a um your own url your own web link um with so that it's not like the the web page isn't like a, a web page where it's like interviews and blogging it's just i think it's all it is is just your pictures and, and photos and drawings and paintings you can put up there but that's just a side thing. Behance, it's, it's, it's uh, user interface is really straightforward. You make folders, you throw your favorite artwork in folders, people come and they either follow your work or they don't follow your work. Or, but you can explore and follow other people's work and kind of really see what other artists are doing. This one I feel is a little bit more professional. It's got um, a lot more uh, in the field type artists working. So it can be you know, it can be a little intimidating because there's not as much approachable artwork as far as like, like, oh, that's really cool. How, you know, but this is more like, holy shit, how did they do that? This guy is killing it. So I really like Behance because you can, if you want to raise the bar for yourself, look at what they're doing. DeviantArt's a weird one. I've tried to get into it a few times. Um, I think it's like a, like a sophomore version of, of Behance. It's still a community. I've got a few things. I mean, I, I, I bet my, my pictures on Deviant are like 15 years old at this point, you know. So, I, I mean, that's something I can do is just revisit it and, and uh, see what, what is up there. Um, there is one called Doodle Addict. You could try that one. Uh, it's a newer one. Um, I'm not too familiar with it. I just found it, so I would really like to go and check that out. Um, that's a Doodle Addict. E-L-L-O. Uh, e -L -L Ilio? Um... I made a page on there. Um, I don't know much about that one either, but the point isn't for me to review these. The point of this is for you to just go and find some um, other places. There's another one you might not have heard called Art Station. And then there's there's two more that I know you've heard of, but you've probably like already compartmentalized and said that's not for me. Tumblr, which is typically, I think, more of a blogging fashion type thing and Pinterest now don't cast these off right away um, you can still go on there and put artwork up on these pages um, and I'm sure if you're if you're if you've been busy you've got some content it's not like you have to go and invent content for this stuff um, but 
the great thing is these are free platforms that are kind of fun to explore and you might actually find your niche or your people or like a new community that you didn't know existed. But when you Google your name, the benefit is now it's, you know, Matt Hodel's Tumblr page, Matt Hodel's Pinterest page, Matt Hodel's Doodle Addict page, Matt Hodel's, you know, you get where I'm going with all this. So it gives you more of a content-rich Google search as well. So there there is kind of a, a cool byproduct of this, but it's also, you know, breaking away from the idea that online art and Instagram are the only ways to go. So explore some of that stuff. Um, now here's another one. Uh, why don't you go visit a print shop? Uh, every city now has its print shop. I know we just opened one in St. Louis. A guy named Justin. Uh, God dang it. Maybe I'll edit the name of the place. It's over. If you're in St. Louis, I think it's off of uh, Washington. I know Tom Huck's printer, Justin, started something. I can't remember the name of it right now. I apologize. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, look more into it. But go visit a print shop. Uh, I've been to one in Chicago. There's one in St. Louis. I've seen one in Austin. Um, And it's a great way. You can do one-day membership, I think. A lot of times you can do like a three-month membership. Sometimes you can do a one-year membership. You can even get local studio space in some of these. Um, But it's a way to like discover uh, some new mediums like woodcutting, engraving, etching, litho. Some of them have screen printing set up. You can get into monotype. Um, these are cool, man. These are like, um, somebody, you get to borrow someone else's equipment for the day and make your own prints or make your own, make your own art. Um, and this is, you know, you know, obviously when you go in there and you do this stuff, just remember that done is better than perfect. Don't search for perfection. You're just trying to explore something new. It is so important to take your artwork and get out of your comfort zone start using mediums and outlooks that are different to what you normally do um and then the weird thing is you'd go do that and then when you go back to doing your other artwork you you see it in a whole new light and you you can improve on it um i think this is uh, a normal path to take that we figure out what we're good at usually because it's the easiest thing for us to do or just makes sense to us or the process of doing it makes sense to us but we probably got a whole lot of praise for doing it like if you're the dude that draws skulls and everyone loved your skulls so and then you spent 20 years drawing skulls i mean that worked for pusshead but to be well-rounded uh you do have to kind of explore the things i mean even when you look at uh, Virgil Finlay, who is a great illustrator, wonderful illustrator. He actually wanted to be an oil painter, you know. Um, he has a different whole body of work. Um, Picasso had other work besides what you saw. Um, I'm sure if you go look at, like, Pusshead stuff, who made a career in in uh, um, Skulls, I'm sure he's got paintings, too, that, you you know, that just aren't the, the profitable, uh, easy-to-sell prints, you know. So... Everybody who's an artist who's who's made it, believe it or not, they actually do other things like break away and do landscape paintings or do charcoal paintings or life paintings or whatever. So um, it's good to do something like go and visit a print shop and force yourself to learn a new process because you might figure out and maybe the structured version of that process of printing 
that you can bring a structured version back to how you do your art, whatever it is that you like to do. Um, this is a simple one. I mean, they, they try to give you this right away, like in high school. This is a um, work with a different art medium. Now, the cool thing about trying to work with a different art medium is you get to go to the art store, you get to spend some money, and you get to buy new art supplies. That's awesome. I love going to the art store and trying new supplies. So, here's the rub. Or not the rub, I mean, here's the skinny. Uh, a good art store will explain to you what the mediums are and what they can do for you. Okay? Um, so, if you've never bought acrylic or you never bought oil or you never bought oil pastel stick things, um, ask what what are people buying why should i buy this one over that one what paper should i buy with it what you know what's the process how should i start you know they'll help you and then you know youtube you know youtube someone doing it and see how they're kind of approaching it if you're still totally lost and don't know where to start with this absolutely new medium that you've never ever ever tried before and then let yourself suck you know, you're just exploring. You're just trying to figure out, you know, how all of it works. It's like driving for the first time. It wasn't completely comfortable. You didn't know where you were going. More thought was put into how to hold it than what to do with it, you know. So uh, that's an easy one. You know, go to the art store and figure out um, something that maybe you've always wanted to try, you know, or, or maybe there's something there you didn't even know existed. Um this last one can be beneficial um, in a lot of reasons, but make a web page. And if you want to do something as simple as a Wix page, or, you know, I don't know, there's a couple other freebies out there. Um, WordPress is a good one. I like WordPress because it has a lot of options, it has a lot, it's an open source type thing where third parties can make. Um, plugins so if WordPress hasn't designed it there's probably someone else out there who's designed it so if you wanted a you know a, a cooler portfolio view a cooler um, a contact page a web store you know it's out there and having your own web page is freeing because you're not bouncing people around the internet so it's not like you go uh, on Facebook and post your big cartel store or your Etsy store it's your store you can put everything in it you want um, if you don't want to do an online store you can just you know start um, a web page that is your voice how you want to be seen so when someone clicks the home page for um, excuse me Matt Hodell what are they going to see what do I want them to see what colors do I want them to see what do I want what do I want them to know about me what do I not know about me I'll leave that off and I can put, you know, my pictures, what I work on, what I do. I don't know. But the web page thing can be fun, too, because you can, uh, um, it's another way to be uh, content rich when you Google search. Um, so that has a, that has a, a byproduct, too. So um, there are a limitless amount of things to do besides just grab a sketchbook and draw trees. Um, that's fun, um, but I'm just trying to give you some ideas of areas to explore that get outside of your comfort zone and kind of force you to examine who you are, what you're doing, what your process is, what else is out there. Did I become an old fuddy-nutty and not, you know, not try anything new? Did I get too complacent? 
Um, there's a saying, when you're green, you're growing. When you're ripe, you're rotten. So the goal is to always stay uncomfortable, always kind of stay in that explore mindset. You want to see new worlds. You want to go and you know visit the uncharted waters and myst- mysterious lands. So um, don't settle for applause. Don't settle for praise. Don't get in the trap of, you know, I'm just going to keep doing what I know people will like. Um, get uncomfortable. Get out there. Do something. Um, I don't know. That's uh, that's what I end up doing most of the time is just finding things that I don't know anything about and diving into it. Um, and it might only be a week. Sometimes it's years. But uh, go for it, man. Um my name is Matt Hodell. This is the Bastards of Art podcast. Uh, my webpage, by the way, is Matt Hodell, H-O-D-E-L, tattoo.com. I also have the Bastards Art tattoo.com. I own a tattoo shop called Ragtime Tattoo.com. Um, I own a uh, Rizzo print. That's LillianPress.com. I don't actually that might be. Yeah, I think it's LillianPress.com. And then uh yeah, you can find this podcast on Stitcher, SoundCloud, um, iTunes. In fact, man, if you are listening to this on iTunes right now, when this is over, as soon as I'm done talking, will you leave a a uh, uh, like a comment, like say that you like it or you hate it or whatever? I don't have any new comments because I didn't record for a year. So yeah, comment on the on the iTunes page for me. Uh, everyone have a great day. Have a great week. I'll uh, I'll uh, see you guys next week or hear you or not hear you or whatever. Bye.